Let's podcast. I think that's what I'm supposed to say. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know about being in charge. I'm Joe Giulio, joined today by Lauren <laughs> Brownlow, Joe Ovius, the captain of the ship, not here today. He will be back tomorrow, and we're going to talk some basketball. Lauren, uh, yeah. NC State had an interesting weekend. North Carolina. Whew, wow. As I keep texting certain friends of mine, the heels look good. I haven't, they haven't looked like this in a while. I've been told I'm not allowed to use the words final four by a certain Carolina fan, but, (laughs) oh, come on, but they look good. They look really good. Uh, We're going to get into that. But my number one takeaway from the weekend of watching a lot of football was whoever with the Carolina Panthers decided that the S2 cognitive test was going to be some sort of either reason for not taking C.J. Stroud or the reason to make a draft selection between two quarterbacks, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. You're right. That person (laughs) needs to be stripped of all responsibilities of decision-making. Yeah, that's the nicest. If that person is David Tepper, he needs to take a hard look at himself and say, okay, now. Oh, no, he is, Joe. He hired a consulting firm that's helped out Chelsea, right? Is that what is that right? Okay. And and other football teams too, like other American football teams, not just Chelsea, but like I mean, that's what everybody's saying, right? That he's taking a hard look at himself. I sure hope so. I, I don't want to go on an anti-analytical <laughs> rant here that there's been a couple of those. But is this analytics? I, I do. I don't know that this is analytics. Like this isn't like di- you know this isn't like diagnosing like how many open receivers did he? You know what I mean? Like what's his completion percentage on hitting open guys? This is like literally. It's like a video game. It almost sounds like the S two cognitive yeah. test. Admit yeah. Full disclosure. I did not know what this was until Julio explained it to me just before we started the show. Being you know sick the last year and a half, a couple years or so, I have not always been as plugged in to the goings on of these things. I was unaware that this was a factor and a reason why. And I was very upset to learn. Yeah. I just, I just remember in the run up that CJ Stroud, if you, if you recall coming out of Ohio state, Panthers made a trade last year to trade up to get the number one overall pick. And it was even, they kind of said, we don't really have one guy in mind. We're going to, you know, look at all of our options. I personally didn't feel that strongly one way or the other, to be honest. I I was always on team Stroud and this isn't the reason we're talking about that as well. But yeah, yeah. I'm saying this isn't the reason we're talking about that. We're talking about this because (laughs) I just don't know how you can watch football, right? And watch what CJ Stroud did in the playoff game against Georgia last year and not think he is a really, really, really good quarterback. And you look at his size. Now he's not six, five. No, you know, he's not this prototypical NFL standard size, but he's also not a one of one exception. So my, my problem in watching this was I'm watching one drive on Saturday, one drive. And I'm going, this kid is electric. All right. And and he's got a little something going for him. Obviously he statistically has turned in the greatest Stroud, but the only of all time. I mean, I I will say this though. I'll be fair. I like Stroud. I still think he's like, I think he's the better. He was the better choice. Mm -hmm. However, I can't shake the fact that one of their wins came against him. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. (laughs) It's hard for me. And I'm not into QB wins, but like in that game, he also was very underwhelming Mm -hmm. to me. No, like it's, it's, (laughs) So all of our conversations and all of your conversations no, I, I, on Young Gun, I'm just saying he's yeah, not perfect. <laughs> have been this is not an either or proposition. Just no. because CJ Stroud is really good doesn't and it's mean it's too late for that anyway. Like they can't undo it. Right. You know what I mean? And they've already done it. And you know what? There are guys that at times take 
time to develop, especially guys that maybe aren't as physically far along as a guy like Stroud is. To me, Stroud came in more ready-made, which is why yeah. I would have preferred it. Do I like Bryce? I like Bryce fine. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I understand like why people feel like it was the wrong pick. I'm not saying that it wasn't. It probably was, you know, and I can say that now, but at the same time, it's like, how many more wins does he add to this year's team when he couldn't even beat this year's team by himself? I mean, I'm just, you know, I don't believe in QB wins. I'm just saying like one of two quarterbacks to lose to this team was him. And this team was terrible. All right. So (laughs) the Texans end up winning this football game in a, in a route in part because their defense had two pick sixes in the third quarter of this game, but they beat the Browns 45, 14. So uh, Stroud, in addition to turning in, the, thank you the, for your st- service, CJ. The statistically the greatest season uh, by any rookie quarterback as now has a playoff win to his credit and has his team obviously sure. in and the final eight. Fantastic. Now this this is I did not want to start the conversation to say oh my god I was right about CJ Stroud or oh my god oh, they, right, they screwed no. up. My point being about all of this with the Texans, yeah, it, <laughs> is now the S two test. First of all, if that was a Seinfeld episode. I, David Tepper should get Jackie Childs to sue the owner, the creator of the S2 test. Because if that's the reason that you didn't <laughs> yes, take CJ Stroud, then you, you're completely flawed. I thought I, I thought it was vibes. Because oh, that, that's what I feel like the Teppers were always saying. Well, like, oh, we just I, we, I, <laughs> we, we just really got a good feeling about him. It's like, who cares what kind of feeling you get about him? I don't care if he makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. I care what he can do on the football field. I don't care if he's like the worst person to be around that you've ever met, as long as his teammates like him and he can throw the football. I do not care if you get nice vibes around him. Sorry, I don't. Right? So, I'm not crazy. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm wondering, though, how the Panthers can use what the Texans did and help themselves. And for sure, my whole point in all of this exercise, yeah, watching the Panthers, watching the Texans, has been it's there for the Panthers. They obviously have to make some smarter moves. So I'm looking at the Texans and I'm going, okay, the Texans in 21, their first year, this is the year Deshaun Watson sat out. They go for four and 13 with David Cully as their coach. And as you remember, you're like, I don't know who that person right, is. Right, correct. I did not. He was a longtime <laughs> assistant for the Ravens. Okay, okay? great. Uh, then in 22, still no Watson. Now, now they make the deal. They get rid of them. Finally. Was that when they had the Southern Shopping Center at quarterback by the Davis, Davis Mills. Mills? Yes, they go three, <laughs> 13 and one. But notably, one of those was the last week of the season when they beat the Colts and yeah. dropped out of the number one overall spot. Oh, the, the Panthers have done that, too. That's nice. OK, <laughs> now that was uh, Lovey Smith as their coach. So three years, three different coaches. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that. That sounds like something the Panthers could pull off. Obviously, oh, we they, we we change coaches every year. That's obviously, they, they hired the right guy. The, obviously, the Texans got the right coach. You yeah. talked about culture and, and getting guys to I believe in what you thing. do and galvanizing the players that you have and and some of that rallying some of the talent you already right. have. Because who's the to one coach to it? Who's the one coach that the Panthers have played well under since David Tepper's been here? Uh, Steve Wilkes. Correct. Yes. And there's a reason for that, right? It's the the, the guys loved and yes. respected him a lot and bought into what he was selling. I actually think they played harder for Chris Tabor than than for, uh, you know, Frank Reich. But I mean, you know, I don't think he had the gravitas 
like yeah. in that locker room I, that Wilkes did. I also think Tepper made sure that there was a dead body coaching the team because he did not want to repeat Wilkes part two, where he's passing over the interim. It wasn't a good look after for him rallying at all, on you multiple know, levels. Correct. All right. So now I'm sitting here thinking about the Texans like, oh, Joe, it can't be this hard. It just can't. Be. This is also the NFL, which not for long stands for not for long. Like you can flip things in the NFL very quickly. You can. You can. Absolutely. And we will get to an example of that for the Panthers where it worked. And it's probably how it's going to have to happen to work this time so as well. David Tepper going into a straight jacket is step one. That's or probably. <laughs> so then I'm sitting here thinking about the Texans because. You've pointed this out. Other people have pointed it out. And they're like, yeah, you know, they have Tank Dell and Nico Collins. And I'm like, yeah, guys, like, th those are good receivers. But they're not, like, end of the world, no, Tyreek Hill, game-breaking, right? game-changing guys. No, it's not on that level. But it's somebody that can go make a play. Like, eventually, like, Chuba ended up being a guy like that for the Panthers, right? A guy that will go out there and, and make something happen offensively. And at that point in the season... When they played the Texans, because I remember even thinking that about Tank Dell. I was like, wow, my kingdom for one of those. Or like a line. <laughs> Who's hurt that and didn't play in this oh, game, I by know, the way. I know, I was sad about that. Or like an offensive line. Like that was the big thing. That was the biggest thing I noticed in that game was that like, you know, CJ Stroud wasn't fearing for his life every time he had to drop back. And that's a big problem. He's really good uh, with the deep ball. So yes. I'm sitting here thinking, well, how did the Texans make this work so quickly? And then, of course, you, you you have to start with the obvious. They had Deshaun Watson, and they traded their franchise quarterback, who no longer wanted to play for them, by the way, even before all of his legal issues had legal ar issues, arose yeah. and his problematic <laughs> behavior and his sexual predator tendencies Correct. had come to light. Okay, yeah. Goodbye. So they trade him, and you're thinking, gosh, what could they possibly get for Deshaun Watson? Well, they got three first-round picks, three number ones, a number three and a number four. So it's just me staring out into the distance blankly. Being so sad. how do you quickly fix this? The the number one that they acquired in 22, they turned into a, a starting offensive lineman who's been perfectly functional. Yes. What a concept. Iki Aquanu. I'm looking at you. Um, the, the number one they acquired in 23, they traded up and moved up and got Will Anderson, mm -hmm. an absolute home run. Yes. Obviously, they held on to their number one pick, which was CJ Stroud. Correct. An assist potentially from the Panthers by taking the wrong quarterback, right? To your point, the player they took in the third round with the extra pick that year was Tank Dell, a guy who CJ Stroud went to them and specifically said, Hey, I've been working out with this guy. You should go get him. They did. Nice. They picked them. Oh, I like that. So now they still have... So they need a quarterback GM. Yeah. And now they <laughs> yeah. still have a number one pick in the 24 draft from Cleveland and a fourth round that's pick. Like, that's worse than Cleveland. the uh, Bears trade with the Panthers. And then that's what got me to the Panthers. I was like, well, what can the Panthers... How are you the Browns and what? trading away three firsts? That would make me want to... Yeah, like Just really bad. <laughs> so I'm sitting here thinking, well, how, how can the Panthers make this thing work? Yeah. And then again, we're still looking in the rear view. They had an they had a premium asset. He just didn't play a premium position. Christian McCaffrey. I, the the fact that the Browns had to give up three one, you know, you know what I mean for that, and the Panthers couldn't get one for Christian McCaffrey. So the Panthers got four picks for the best running back and who the guy who really should be the MVP of the NFL this year. Okay. No, we disagree on that. That's fine. They got three picks in the 23 draft, two, three, and four. 
they traded the second round pick as a part of a package to get number one overall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Included in that package was their number one receiver, DJ Moore. <sighs> Included in their package was their number one pick in the 24 draft. <laughs> and they used that pick to take Bryce Young. Okay. Yep. Fine. You you had an it's idea. Not fine. It's not fine. But, but you had an idea. You wanted to fix the quarterback position. This was your offseason idea. We're going to fix this position. We're going to do whatever's necessary. I, I don't disagree with that premise. I disagree with the price that they gave up and the player that they took, but I don't. Correct. Yeah. I don't disagree with the and premise. Do, do we feel differently about Bryce if they don't make that trade? Like a little bit. Sure. I do. Sure. Because maybe you take Levis or whoever, and you okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get lost. In the third round, they took a linebacker from Oregon who basically was a nothing in DJ Johnson, to the point where you didn't even know who he was. I do. I, I yeah. In the fourth round, they took a player from NC State who did not go to the combine. Who was on no one's draft board? And is currently starting, or was currently starting, uh, right? Or wait until he got hurt. Extremely limited, and they took Chandler Zavala. Yeah, nice guy, good college offensive lineman. Maybe wasn't exactly healthy at NC State either. Well, fair so enough. why you reach in the fourth round? Fair enough. And then now they have a fifth round pick in twenty four still from that draft from that trade. Okay, the trade that they didn't make and probably should have made. The Rams had offered them two number ones and a two mm-hmm. during the 22 season for Brian Burns. Uh, yeah, that one hurt a little when you reminded me. That. It's tough. So, I mean, Burns was, I think, still pl- like, I, again, I'm not saying he's not playing at a high level now, but he was still playing like he was playing at a very high level, I thought, yeah. then. And it seemed like he was going to be a foundational piece for this defense moving forward. I don't know that he can have they can afford to make him like a huge priority right now because of how many other needs they have elsewhere yeah. honestly so like, at, at the know. risk of bagging on their recent mistakes yeah okay i want to i want to offer a path <laughs> forward for the panthers before we do that though okay we are here in the beautiful efort studios this is what happens when obviously is not here thanks to our friend greg hatem over uh empire eats and empire properties uh if you need coffee lunch whatever you need downtown raleigh times city uh, the Mecca, maybe you like a diner, maybe you like breakfast, go come check out all the things that Greg has to offer. And of course, you don't know what you don't know. And that includes when I'm sitting here using yellow pads and I, I got a tax issues and I'm, I got a W9, I got to get out to Lauren. Like I got, I got all kinds of things going on here. Um, you know, it can really help me with that copiers plus, you know, it can help you with your data needs copiers plus. So go to copiers plus.com. All right, now let's go. We're looking at kind of the recent mistakes that the Panthers have made. Let's look at the time in in their history mm-hmm. where the Panthers did turn this thing around. It wasn't a magic bean, but they were able to go from the worst team in the NFL in 2001. They were 1 in 15. Yes. George Seifert, a kind of tired old <laughs> defensive coach who was never quite in the right place. Right. Uh, seemed completely out of place without Steve yes. Young or just Joe Montana, right? Destined for so, something bad from the jump. Yep. So he gets fired after a one in 15 season. They bring in John Fox, an assistant with the Giants, defensive guy. Uh, you know, John Fox, fun fact, uh, only coach to take two different teams to a Super Bowl and lose both. So there you go. I have more of an affection for Foxy as I age. Sure. But, and we get colored yeah. by the way that he was with the Bears and some of the Broncos, like as he's the endings. Well, I always thought that he was far too conservative as sure. a coach. However, 
every coach the Panthers have had has had since has been the same. So it's like, okay, maybe I was a little hard. On so them. if you don't remember, they go, they go one in 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Fox's first year, they come in, they go seven and nine. And then in 03, they go 11 and five and they reach the Super Bowl and they lose by a field goal to the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. I remember. So my question is what happened in 01 and 02 and 03 that they found their mojo? They found a way to flip from one win to 11 to the Super Bowl. And are there any similarities there that we could see that could rescue the Panthers? See, my problem with that is, and, you know, actually, Anish Shroff did a podcast called Cardiac Cats about the 2003 team. I've pubbed it on uh, Young Gun before. You should listen to it because it's great. Um, uh, But anyway, he talked about this a little bit. And I, I know, obviously, one of the big things is the draft. I mean, honestly, that's where and that's what's so discouraging now. I think if you're a pan, if you care about the Panthers, when you look at they how they rebuild is through the draft, yes. you can't give up <laughs> draft picks like you just can't. And if you do, you better be damn sure that it's for some like for a sure thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot give up draft picks for something that you think is going to work out. You better be sure it's going to work out. And and they they just they keep just, "Whoop, here's one. Here, you can have it." Like, "No, stop it." Look at those first 3 picks in 01. Oh my god, yes. Dan Morgan, huh? Maybe we've solved something here. Maybe Dan Morgan needs to be the new GM. Chris Jenkins, Steve Smith. I I argue Steve Smith is the greatest draft pick in franchise history. Third round, 74th overall. And you can make a case for that for sure. Yeah, I mean, Cam obviously won one. Keekly in, in the top 12 or whatever it was are both obviously up there. McCaffrey's up there. But in terms of value, that's the greatest value pick you're going to yeah. have. Yeah. Okay. The very next year. Now, the very next year, this is after they won one game. They ended up with this number is, this two draft pick. Is sick. That's Peppers, Deshaun Foster, Will Weatherspoon, Dante Wesley. I mean, again, the first four uh, rounds, four. both of those seasons, in the first four rounds, they have starters on yeah. their Super Bowl team. Yeah. There yeah, are guys I, who played a lot, whatever. Like, you have foundational guys. Well, I'm sorry, not no one, because, well, Winky started for a year, <laughs> bless him. But, like, you have guys who were foundational guys for you. Peppers, Foster, Witherspoon, Dante Wesley, and then Randy Fasani, which we'll just skip that. The Panthers were never very good at drafting past round four, Marty Ernie and them, but in those first four rounds, forget. Like, no misses. Gosh, even Kendall Moore had they gotten the fifth round in, in 2003. Man, I miss when they were good at drafting. I'm sad so, now. But this is where it feels like <laughs> this feels like the path. And I realize no duh exclusive, no crap exclusive here. You yeah. have to draft better. Yes. 100%. But part of that is also holding on to your draft. Yes. Pick. Yes. It's <laughs> and or it's like the Seinfeld where it's not just the taking of the reservation, it's the holding <laughs> yes. of it. Like you can't just like you have to have the draft picks. Like you can't just trade them. It drives me insane when they do this. You cannot get better if you can't rebuild through the draft because there's too many things that can go wrong in free agency. You usually have to give up too much. And and uh, no, you need to be rebuilding the draft. All right. Well, I look at it and I see they've done it once before. I could cry looking at these picks, man. I know. I think they could do it again. Obviously, it starts with getting the right GM and the right coach. So we'll see how the Panthers can make that work. Housekeeping. All right, you you see it on your screen there if you're watching on the YouTubes, and if you're not, why aren't you? Um, Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority, Hayes Lancaster. There is no OG media without the OG OG. Go to bugsbite.com. There's all kinds of ways you could save uh, different bundles. You know, bugs inside your house, bugs outside your house. You got mice. You got moisture under your house, a 360 barrier. I'm telling you, they got it all covered. Do yourself a favor. Go save yourself some money. Go to bugsbite.com. 
And I, you know, there's a big hockey game over at PNC Arena today. Anytime there's a big event over at PNC, anytime there's a big football game over at Carter Finley Stadium, Breeze Through has you covered for all of your tailgate needs. Check them out today. They have their food truck out there for the Canes game at three. Food truck will be out there starting at noon. So go over, get yourself some drinks, get yourself some dark roast coffee, get yourself some food. You'll be all set and hit up the Canes at three o'clock. So I appreciate Breeze Through 17 locations. Throughout the state of North Carolina, the breeze through is there for wherever your travels take you. And we're big on saving money on this program, and you should be too. Best way to save money on your insurance? Ask Matt Davis. Saying hard? Give him a call. 919-779-8277. That's 919-779-8277. Yeah, you'd like, you want to talk to a real person? You want to figure out how to way? You could be like one of our listeners, Troy, and say 40% on your home and auto insurance? We'll give him a call. Or go to the OGinsurance.com. This is the part of the podcast where I try to figure out where the transition buttons are. Lauren, <laughs> easier said than th- actually finding the ones I like too, because I, I don't love all of Joe's transitions. Let's see which one this one is. All right, NC State improves to four and one in the ACC over the weekend. If yes. I told you NC State was four and one and you were on social media Saturday afternoon, if I told you here is a fan base that <laughs> yeah. is four and one yeah. in the ACC, would you believe me? Probably not. But yeah. I mean, look, look, that's what happens, I think, when you lose the way that they lost to North Carolina. Like, I think if they had been able to keep, well, I don't know. I was going to say if it had been more competitive, but somehow I think that would almost be worse for them. I don't know. It's just, I think they just really want to beat Carolina right now. And I get it. And they just, they need some tangible sign of like, this season is turning around. This team is capable of reaching the NCAA tournament and can get one of those like quad one wins. And so far they just haven't gotten any. And to lose like that and to just like literally miss seemingly every shot every in existence, shot yeah. except for the, it's not worse than Virginia tech though. Y'all. So I can't unsee that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, after losing on Wednesday night over at PNC 67, 54, making only two of 21, three point shots. NC state goes to Louisville Saturday afternoon. I don't know how you feel about noon games. I always like the road team in noon games because I feel like it's a sleepy atmosphere, basically no matter what. And I, I, Usually the road team so is going to be more you, dialed in. Except for like Boston College. Yeah, you got to be really <laughs> terrible, no, right? Right. But State, of course, goes 10 of 20 from the three-point line in this game. They beat Louisville 89-83. It's fine. There were some it's testy fine. moments in there. They were up um, They were up eight at the half. No, th- it was no, they're up. A, a, they yeah. were up a 10 at the half. Yes. And it was towards the very end. Nine. My math is terrible right now. And, and people were like getting fidgety because Louisville made a run and came back in this game. A couple Um, times, yeah. Louisville is not Louisville from last year. I think people need to square that. Yes. Louisville last year was one of the worst teams in ACC history. Like, we were wondering before this year if they would win more games than their football team this year. And I think that probably, maybe. They actually have ACC players on this team. Last year, L. Ellis was probably the only one. And even that, like if you're counting on LLS to carry yeah, you, you're, not, you're in he, trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, so can't I, do that. I don't think this team is awful. I think this team is in a, the Louisville team. I think they're in a difficult situation where they do need, they needed uh, one of their five-star McDonald's All-Americans to show up and all of these. Like, 
they are they are a just add water program. Like they are not a hey, let's build this thing and let's right. Carry they it. have no business being as bad as they, even as they currently are. Much less last year, which is like it's you almost like have to actively participate to make them be that bad. To be that bad, yeah. But I think some NC State fans and others are yeah. confused about how bad Louisville really is. They're not I that know. bad. Yeah. Well, and we're seeing that with Florida State some even now. Even now with exactly. Florida State on a win streak. Everyone's like, how could you lose to them? It's like, well, true, but also Florida State suddenly decided to start playing basketball again, which is like very inconvenient for the rest of the league. And we will get into that. But you know what? You, do you know what Saturday's win over Louisville was, as many people pointed out to me What's on that? the Twitters? Shit, be happy we won. Pretty much. I agree. Shit, be Thank happy we won. You, yes, Dave, Dave Torrance. Yes. You are right. This was a shit, be happy we won. But imagine if Kevin said that. Shit. Like, it wouldn't go over. And that's <laughs> going to get us into the conversation about Kevin. So, so again, shit, be happy. State's 4-1 in the league. I get it. You don't You don't think Boston College is great. You don't think Notre Dame's great. You don't think Louisville's great. Doesn't matter how good they are. You get out of there with the win, and you <laughs> they, and you say thank you. They won all three of them like, on the road. It yes. doesn't matter. Look at what the other teams in this league are doing on the road. Like, it's not like people are just like routinely going into other buildings and blowing out bad teams. Not, not even Duke and Carolina are doing that no. every single time. They're just not. So I think two things before we get into what, what is obviously Kevin's biggest problem right now. Mm -hmm. Kevin is three and 10 versus Carolina, which not great, but is actually tracks with the post Volvano era. Three right. and 10. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's what I think is more impressive. What differentiates him, him for certainly from Godfrey and from Herb Sendek. In the game after playing Carolina, he always win. They're ten and three. Wow, ten and three. That and the two of those three losses came in the lost year of twenty two. Because you can easily let a game beat you twice. Like that. Yes, we've seen that multiple times yes. with multiple NC State yes. coaches in multiple sports. And I don't think that honestly, I really don't think we have seen that. That's one thing I can say about Keats's teams at State. Yeah. They don't wallow and get bogged down he can pull them out of rough stretches so when you said before that he needs to be carolina like there's such a big football energy to that like i don't care if we suck as long as we just beat carolina I'm not, not you that, no but that is the mentality uh, like i would like kevin if they just beat carolina i mean and that's like, what you hear from state fans no, and i, I get it to a degree I very get familiar it. yes and it made me laugh because the got man from one of his many one of his things that drove him crazy was for all of the Gottman's faults, Gottman wanted to win. Like he he yeah. wanted to wanted to go to the Final Four and win the national championship. Of course. That was his goal. Like he didn't always get the players that he wanted and the ones he got, he didn't always love or use them the right way. But his goal wasn't like let's yes. dick around and get to the tournament and let's just, you know, no, oh, I sorry. Know. <laughs> I didn't mean just, while you had the water in your just, mouth. Yeah. I was like hmm. on the court. Phrasing. He was his thing was we I want to win the national championship. Yeah. And it drove him crazy. Like when people will come up to him and be like, man, I really hope you beat Carolina. And he, he, so he's, he claims somebody came up to him when he was playing golf once and he, he said, like, man, I just, I just hope you beat Carolina. He's like, well, let me ask you something. If, if, State if we, coaches if with we, Carolina lose, related anecdotes. if, if we lose, <laughs> if we go 0 and 2 against Carolina, yeah, but make the final four, are you going to be happy? And they were like, well, I mean, yeah. He's like, well, I, he's like, I don't care if we beat Carolina. I want to win. I want to win the national championship. See, I think like, and I get that, but I think like to a degree, it's hard to have one without the other, right? Like yeah. you have to, what do they say? You have to beat the best to be the best. And so like, I don't, I, I get what Godfrey eventually wanted, but it's also like, you got to start 
a little smaller than that. Like maybe <laughs> so, by actually beating teams of that caliber, like on a regular basis. And then you can progress to like, let's get to the final. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It just, so, it, does it help or hurt that they beat Duke all the time? Well, all, State. Not they, all the time, but yeah, like but more when often. When they beat them, it's in Raleigh. Yeah, but they don't yeah. beat Carolina and Raleigh. So like no, they don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, does that help or hurt, do you think? That they can that they can beat, they can muster up the strength to like beat Duke. Even in years when Duke is like better than Carolina or whatever, yeah. they still or Carolina's terrible. Carolina still will manage to find oh. a way. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. like, do you think that plays a role too? Is like, oh, we can beat Duke, but we can't beat Carolina. It's not like it I, helps much. So what Dave Doran did this year by beating Carolina again and then talking the shit the way that he did. Sure endears him to the fan base of course right yes kevin's problem is he he can't regularly beat carolina although he has two wins in the last four years yeah. in raleigh over over carolina right right so he doesn't beat them regularly he and he, to your point when carolina's bad like roy's lost year of uh yes he cole did. anthony they got swept that was a big and and fans yeah. were like oh so and i get it and kevin doesn't have the bluster either like, I feel like his first year he tried with the Kevin Keats as a winner at his introductory press conference. And then um, we stuffed the stuff. And that kind of blew up in his well, face. Well, the stuff, the stuff he, thing, I think, is the big one. He, like, literally tore his Achilles, like, the week after he said, we've stuffed the stuff. Are you being serious? I am. They He said we stuffed the stuff. Then they lost their next game in the ACC tournament. They lost their game in the NCAA tournament. Then his best player, Omir Yurt7, transferred. And then he either tore his Achilles or his ACL himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't say we stuff the stuff and then have all of these terrible things happen to you. Like that is you cannot utter I, that. I got a chill. I'm not ready. <laughs> got a little chill. So that freaked me out a little he, bit. He has basically not done anything talking wise since yeah. that first year. And then of course everything that played out but in nineteen. But people still use it all the time sure. to roast him. Everything that played out in nineteen with the net and then not making it. And then you have a uh, a pandemic where I, I believe to my grave they would have made the tournament that year. They were a good team. Yeah. Then they were terrible. The year after the pan, the year of you know the post pandemic year, they were just bad. Yeah. Then you had the Manny, the lost year of Manny Bates, and now last year they he comes back as one of the great FU seasons, but you know they come up short in the ACC tournament where it was very much wide open for them to win the ACC championship last year for the first time since '87. But and like, then you know they lose in the, they lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament, and now you have like this remodeled roster. And I think what people are not going to get used to, and they yeah. can't really square, like this NC State team is good. Yeah. They're a good team. Yeah, they are a good team. Are they going to make that? I don't know that they're going to make the tournament. Like they're going to have to do a bunch of things, including starting tomorrow night by against beating Wake Forest at home. Like you have to have certain wins like that. That's what they did last year. They need to shoot better. They have to shoot better. They just have yeah. to. Hashtag got to make shots. But we also, yeah. we also like when Kevin does good things, like at the end of the Notre Dame game, the way that I thought he managed the players. Yeah, for sure. Uh, DJ Burns was not on the floor during that run. Well, guess what? Then he came back in, used them, ran a couple plays for him, set up a couple plays. He makes the game winning shot. This Louisville game. Now, he did say DJ Horn was 30 seconds late for a meeting. I suspect he was not going to start DJ Horn because he wanted DJ Horn after a poor shooting game to watch the game, see what's going on, maybe take a little bit of pressure off of him. Plus, you yeah. know, with Michael O'Connell, he's not going to do anything dumb. Exactly. So yes. you go on the road, you're playing Louisville. What's the number one thing you're going to want to do at Louisville? Not beat yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. By, by the way, these things are all coaching. Yes. Like, <laughs> no, I know people act like people yeah. get confused. The way people talk about Kevin sometimes, I'll I'll admit it bothers me. Yeah, I, I don't I, like some of should. the some of the like 
what feels a little coded at times about his basketball knowledge. Of course. I don't like it. He's he knows a lot more about basketball than a lot of people want to give him credit for. And he he knows he manages personalities well, I think, too. Yeah. I think he actually does that better than Godfrey did, for example. Correct. So they have a they have a and that's uh, wh- part of coaching. While I'm about to watch Carolina and we're going to get into the hills in this in a second here. Yeah. Carolina, I don't think is going to lose anytime soon. State now gets Wake, VT, Virginia, Syracuse there, Miami here. Miami here. This is a, a real game. interesting stretch for them. Yeah, yeah I'm the, looking at this, it. This even Janu- Georgia Tech. Like mm-hmm. yeah. this January stretch Oof. is huge for State. So yes, be happy that they're four and one because be it, it certainly beats the alternative. Yeah. We're moving on. Did you know that the best way to get incentives from new home construction is to go with the people who know the new home construction? That's hometown realty. More than 60% of their business is in new construction. Get those incentives from the builders. Beat the frenzy because once those numbers start coming down, and they're coming down, Mm -hmm. people are going to be in the market. Very true. You want to beat people to the market. You want to create that connection with Hometown Realty. Here's what you do. Go to myhtr.com. It is the super simple, easiest, effective website you'll ever see. There's a toggle right in the middle. Buy, sell. So do yourself a favor. Head down to myhtr.com. Buy, sell, calculate. And of course, maybe you're like me. Sure, you can close on a home and you'll need help from Whitaker and Hamer. Sure, that that's a that's a normal thing. But maybe you're like me. Maybe you have a random uh, reckless driving traffic incident from <laughs> passing somebody at a stoplight. And yeah, no, that, that was one of I know it. I know, it. I know it. Uh, maybe you had a speeding <laughs> ticket on the way to Greensboro. Um, uh, just to see the, well, I have, yes. To see the family. I yeah. have had those. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, do yourself a favor. Go to wh.lawyer. <laughs> WH.Lawyer. And really watch yourself in the Burlington Mevin area. Um, that's where it was, <laughs> as you know. Mine too. <laughs> you uh-huh. know. Um, WH.Lawyer, Whitaker and Hamer, Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer. They're there to take care of all of your legal needs. So check them out, WH.Lawyer. And of course, we're having our Super Techno Bowl tournament at Shady's in Garner. Josh owns Shady in downtown Garner. Come see us February 4th. It's a Sunday. That brown lady, you're on the hook. You're going to come see us. Um, Alex is invited. You bring him. Um, okay. I'll provide entertainment. I'll bring the, uh, Dutch shuffleboard. He did like, he's been talking about it. He's been telling people at school about it. Yeah. Well, he was a natural. So (laughs) all (laughs) he's so good. Uh, all right. So of course our, look, you're like, Joe, come on, man. Uh, houses, lawyers, like, give me something I can sink my teeth into. The Butcher's Market. Get yourself a steak ch- steak sandwich, steak and cheese. Head over to the Butcher's Market there. Home base on Millbrook and Six Forks. Falls in the news. One of those two. My home base over there. Then they're now at Lake Boone Shopping Center. Go check them out over there. If you're going over to a Canes game, thebutchersmarkets.com. Uh, you really cannot go wrong with all of the different foods and sides. Pre- uh, prepared meals, anything else. They got it all there at the butcher's market. And again, now we'll try to find a good transition because, you know, there's not always a great transition, Lauren, but it is Monday and it's a holiday. So I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here. It was today. like us trying to park. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the mystery as to what is going on Maybe in, someone should, in, in yeah. downtown Raleigh. Yeah. Uh no mystery though that North Carolina at 13 and 3 and 5 and 0 oh in the league is the best team in the ACC. They have asserted that not only with uh grinding kind type wins over Pitt, Clemson and NC State on the road, but then by going home and just absolutely playing murder ball. <laughs> With Syracuse, one hundred three. I was sixty-seven. Like, there was no, <laughs> there were no sleepy noon starts for the Tar Heels on Saturday. Super, they're not playing around. They beat the, they beat Syracuse impressive. like like it was Charleston Southern. Worse, yeah. <laughs> well, close. One hundred five sixty, Chaz. So one hundred three sixty-seven. I mean, look, you just don't see. You have not seen Carolina beat, especially ACC teams. By yeah, this, this is much, a, this is a league this, game, <laughs> right? Like they have been playing really well, and I, it's been, yeah, it's, it's literally been, I think, since nineteen that we've seen them play this well, and that because I, I, I think that nineteen team was really good with Cam Johnson and all that and Kobe White and all that, but this they have not played. They don't. They have a killer instinct too, which they have not had in a while. They have. That just kind of this like tendency to oh oh this team's making a run like they did this all last week this team's making a run oh sorry no we're shutting that down like they just always had an answer and that's something they haven't had for a while they and, have a they have a clear hierarchy on yeah. this team and everyone understands and they haven't their had roles. that in a long time either yeah yes mm-hmm. no nobody's fighting nobody nobody's trying to play hot potato nope. nobody's being selfish they also have two guys on that team new additions that are tough. And are incredibly smart. Yes, the way they play basketball. Helpful. Yeah, in 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 Ingram and, and Cormac Ryan. I, and yeah. and I love kind of the old school Seth Tremble. Didn't play a whole lot as a freshman. And look at him now. But yeah, his his role expands. He's helping them defensively, especially because I mean, he's super athletic. Yes, and he's a way better defender than Cadeau. Obviously, Cadeau is a more gifted passer, but he's still he reminds me a little bit of like. I don't want to say Marcus Page, but like physically, no. you're like, oh, he's not quite yeah. there, no, but you the right see comp. the flashes. Like you see it. That's absolutely right, Comp. So now the heels are five and zero, oh, and just as we were looking at state schedule and being like, uh oh, what, what's what's the, there's about to be some rough water here. I mean, they do have the dreaded Boston <laughs> College uh, road game. <laughs> the heels road game on a Saturday. The I'm just heels saying. get Louisville, BC, Wake, FSU, GT. Wake is all well. Wake at home though, so yeah. At I, FSU no, is Wake's the only one that I, at FSU is the only one because that is a hard place to play. Oh, and actually, that's on my list here yeah. because. My over, I'm going to set the over under on you. And it's going to be packed. I'm going to set the over under on UNC's losses at three and a half in ACC in play? ACC play. And Ken Palm actually has it at 17 and three. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and so, 25 and six overall. So, okay. which would you go over or under three and a half losses for North Carolina in men's basketball ACC play this year? Mm, that's really hard. I, the way I look at it, I see... I go over, but not by much. I mean, they do go to Florida State and Miami, which are two trips that have traditionally yep. given them issues. I think those will also be hungry teams. Even if you factor in a I, split with Duke. That's what I would predict as well. That's 17-3. and three. They're at Virginia as well, which is not a team they play well against no, they struggle with stylistically. Them. Yeah. And um, Virginia probably has a Super Bowl in them as bad as they've played. Yeah, they have to. I, d- I don't understand them. They're, they can't shoot at all. Yes. But they, they could make shots, and that's all it would take, I think, to beat, you know, to beat Carolina at home in a pace that they're uncomfortable playing. 
um, unless Carolina can force its pace, which it has done. That's the thing. That's what Carolina has been able to do in some of these games, which it was has not been able to do in years is force their pace on the opponent. And that's something they have not been able to do really until this year. It's been a while. Are you, so you're going, you're with me, you're going under or no, I'm going, I'm going over 16 and four. Yeah. But like, that's where I would go with it. Four. Yeah. You know, so not a whole lot, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I could see it the other way too. They're playing so well. It's just hard for me to like, I don't know. I don't know. This is tough. I, I still think probably four is reasonable. What if they go through, they could just go through a little bit of a slump, you know, could I don't be. know. It could be. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Would you, uh, you're going under. I'm going under. I think 17 and three is where they pull this thing in the barn. I, I like the way that they're playing. I, I just think they figured a few things out. And when once that happens, and once you know all of your rules, that's become you become a really dangerous. I team. just need to see the defensive improvement last beyond like I would say six games. Sure, is probably where I've seen it the most. Like it, the Tennessee game, I was like, they're not winning anything. Yeah, because they can't defend anybody. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, they're doing much better now. We'll see if that lasts. Hopefully for them, it does. Maybe you want to head over to the Smith Center. Maybe you want to check out a game. The best thing to do is to be swagged out. Have the best possible merch you can find. The way, the best way to do that is to go to homefieldapparel.com. Mm -hmm. And the best way to save money is by using the promo code OG23. You save 15%. Hoodies, shirts, golf shirts, sweatpants, hats, jackets, you name it, they have it all. Again, use the promo code OG23 and save 15%. Maybe you're like me. You don't want to go to the game. You want to stay at home and, and watch it on your own TV in your own seat. Well, the best thing to do then is to get some wings. So head over to wingsover.com. Wings over Raleigh, wings over Greenville. The one in Raleigh, free parking on Hillsborough Street. You know how important that is. Order online, wingsover.com. When they say they're going to be ready, you go over there, you pull into your free parking spot, you sit there, you hop in, go grab your food, bring them home. Easy peasy, the best wings in town, wings over Raleigh, wings over Greenville. Our wings are better than yours. I, I came up with my own slogan for them. I, I, I just hope they don't mind. <laughs> Gets the people going. You know what gets the people going? A good day game. The Canes are taking on the Kings today. Three o'clock for the MLK holiday. The Canes are also honoring Justin Williams. Today. Love that. Love that. Uh, I was actually over at the Canes on Saturday where they beat the Penguins three to two in overtime. Had a chance to catch up with Auntie Ranta. Uh, Lauren, the Canes are are doing the thing where they win a bunch of games in a row. Uh, they now have points in 14 of their... Yeah, they now have points in 14 of their past 15 games. And they've won six of their past seven games. Uh, the game on Saturday was a lot of fun. They were up 2-0. No goals in the second period. Ranta was really good in the second period in particular. Then he had an amazing save on Sidney Crosby in the third period. But of course, the Penguins being the Penguins end up uh, Crosby sets up a goal like 22 seconds later. And Jeez. then send, they scored with 52.7 seconds left in the in the game itself. And then uh, Canes actually end up getting uh, Brett Pesci scores the game winner in overtime. Brett Pesci scores two goals in this game. He's had he had one in the first 33 games of this season. Yikes. So, OK, good win for the Canes. Today should be a fun day. Again, a lot of stuff going on over at that breeze through. 
Uh, there's going to be a great crowd over there today too. And Justin Williams going into the team's hall of fame. Well-deserved. Um, you know, they're kind of running out of uh, the connections to 06. I think Eric Stahl will be, will be coming soon, Aww. you know, but we're, we're starting to run out of that. Uh, it's a little bit like state with the 83 team. Like, all right, uh, not saying you can't celebrate it, but it, it would be nice to add a few memories or two, but yes, I had a chance to catch up with Ranta and I'm, I'm not going to insult anyone's intelligence here. Ranta is their backup goalie. Uh, he had struggled this year and yeah. he's, he's a Finn. So he's a great fit in their locker room. He's an older guy. They call him father Finn. He is just a, Aww. he's just a great part to have in your locker room. When you have those 21, 22, 25, I was only 25. You know, when you have these younger players, it's nice to have somebody like that. Yes, and and he's galvanizing type force there, but he's, he struggled like hell and they played Nashville, which I referenced in this interview with him in a game. They ended up losing six, five in overtime. And it was like, it really looked like somebody having an out of body experience because the Canes were, were guns blazing up in this game. They looked great. And he just couldn't stop the puck. The next day they wave him and he ends up, nobody claimed him because he's yeah. like, I, you'll hear in the interview, he's like, I, I don't even know what the process was. I just kind of assumed somebody would pick me up. And nobody wanted him. And the, the Canes went to him and said, Hey, uh, you know, we don't have a minor league affiliate, but oh, we can, right. we can get you that. a spot yeah. in Chicago and you can make a couple starts for them. And he, you know, as he says, he's like, I didn't know anybody there. And it just kind of showed up and, you know, they're really nice to me. Uh, he's got an unbelievable personality. Um, so, and then he comes back. They, and he comes back after um, uh, Kachekov's injury, obviously. Now yeah. he needs to play. And he ends up starting. And he looked really uh, He gets a win over Montreal before New Year's. Post-New Year's ends up playing against uh, St. Louis. They lost 2-1 to one in, in shootout. But he's been on his P's and Q's since coming back up from Chicago. Had a chance to catch up with him. And uh, I think Joe is going to be proud of my editing skills here. Ronnie, music, or I'm not doing this. <laughs> Straight away. Nice, thanks, Ronnie. Yeah. Seems like your last couple starts, you find yourself in a bit of a of a goaltender's duel. Nice to come out on the right side of this one. Yeah, obviously, uh, it's tough to tough to go to the OT when when the other team scores in the last minute. But you know, I I knew that. You know, you, you just keep playing your game and, and you know, then it's just hope that we're going to find a way to to get that puck in. And, you know, obviously great to great to see Pesh scoring that goal and, and, you know, getting two points. It's uh, it's obviously great game, like playoff playoff type of game and, and like that. So obviously great to great to get two points and, and get back to the winning. Seems like in the first period you kind of maybe tweaked something, or you were slow to get up after a couple saves. Do you feel fine, or? Yeah, like everything is fine. There's been, it's always during the game. There's always something happens, or you you, you kind of lose your edge or something. But yeah, maybe maybe in the second period there was a couple of times where you where you were full splits and somebody was laying on you on top of you and like that. So, but yeah, uh, that's why you stretch during during the nighttime and, <laughs> and in the mornings. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel you know obviously. Winning. When you when you win, you feel great. Uh, you know, maybe if you if you get a loss, you you would probably be a little bit more safe and like that. But yeah, no no issues, no issues, and you know we got great great staff here, so you know can't wait to get on the table and, and get them get them work. Obviously, forty something saves is just an incredible performance. But when you make that glove save on Crosby, is that when you really feel like you know I'm back? Uh, yeah, it's, 
then you knew also that there's too much time on the clock still. So, so yeah, but but yeah, you know those those saves happen sometimes, and and you know, I, I would say it's not that much skill. It's more a little bit pock clock also that you know your club just happens to be there when he when he stretches out like that. But obviously, great to make that kind of save. You know, Crosby's been scoring against us lots, so uh, you know, obviously, great to make that save. But uh, yeah, it's. I think overall today, like you, you just felt like you were in the right spot all the time, and, and you were seeing the shots, and 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 you were making the saves what you what you have to make, uh, and you know I think that's that's kind of what you've been focused on, and, and you know then something like that happens also when when you do the, the small things right, so you know obviously great to see little highlight real safe here and there also. Just thought that you're gonna hear in two hours is somebody picked you, but you kind of. That was probably the most stressful 24 hours in my life, and you know, obviously having a family and like that, you never know what's going to happen. And and then uh, you know, nothing happened, and then went to Chicago, and you know, kind of went there with open mind, just you know, just trying to find the, the the happy happy feeling and the enjoyment again. And I, I think you know, those guys were awesome there. Like you know, they. They took me. They took me in there and with the open arms, and I pretty much went there straight to the game and, and like that. So, uh, you know, I think also getting that three days in during the Christmas was kind of you know you, you play a couple yeah. games in Chicago. Felt good. Like I, I felt like I was making good saves there and helped uh, help them to get a couple points. But uh, you know, I think it's just that mental break. You know, when when you don't have to think about hockey for three days and. And you can hang hang out with your family and with your kids, and you just you know mentally you're just yeah. off. And you know, then pretty much after that, you just came in, put your put your work boots in, and and you know, the obviously the the hardest thing is when you know that you can do the job, but when you don't get the results, and when you make you know kind kind of like say mistakes or or not even mistakes, but you. You let in goals while you shouldn't, so you know it always. It's always tough as a goalie, so uh, you know I think that was a little bit too much. You you take it too much in, into yourself, and, and you know then you, you started to get to the dark place yeah. and like that. But but obviously coming back and playing that Montreal game, you know, in front of your your home crowd and, and getting a win, that was kind of like a one step forward. And, and after that, it's been kind of. Since Brad, like from practice to, to the games, it's just been feeling like kind of like normal again. You know, uh, it's you said normal. Does did that Nashville game feel like an out of body experience? Ah, uh, uh, yeah. You know, like where you just you just feel like you can't stop the stop the stop, stop the bleeding. Uh, yeah. You know, you guys are scoring five goal, goals and and you should win the game. And and you just felt like you can't make that extra save or to to get us that win. So. You know, it was obviously probably one of the toughest. If you take that Tampa game, also those those two outings were probably the toughest in okay. in like in my career, yeah. like where you just felt like whatever you do, it's it's wrong thing. What do you do? And, yeah. and or not even wrong, but you are just a little bit off all the time and like that. So you never feel like you're too old to learn. Though, yeah, right? exactly. It feels like you've learned. Yeah, and from I, the experience. Yeah, and like when when I when I heard that I'm going to Chicago, I just you know obviously. A lot of a lot of things going in through your mind, but like I like I was talking with Don, like our GM, like I was like maybe this is just a part of the journey for me, and you know, you never you're never too old to learn learn new things, and you know I think kind of going there and and 
having that mindset that you know you know i can i can yeah. play well and then you go there and brand new team like you haven't even met the guys and you, you went you you, yeah them, right? went there monday night and played <laughs> tuesday 11 a.m so that was kind of you know shock to the body but you know they they were awesome and i think that was kind of kind of funny funny little trip for for me this season and i think after that it's been you know you just try to focus on the right things like if, if you go there and if you go to the game and, and you worry about what's going to happen it's probably going to happen like the worst thing what's what are you what are you thinking so if you go there and you know so much yeah it's it's all it's all about that like three months like you, you put your work in during the practice but when the game starts you just have to trust yourself and, and you know be in the right spot do the do the small things right and and you're gonna get good results you know sometimes you're gonna lose a game but you can't take it too hard like you can't go too deep and sometimes you win and you can't even like you can't go too high so you just have to find that balance during the season it's 82 games so yeah. you, you, you can't be like a roller coaster so you know you just now now it's just pretty much just having that enjoyment you know just going out there and playing against playing against one of the one of the best players ever ever playing this game you know Crosby and you know Malking and Latang Carlson you know that's that should be fun <laughs> and you know it was it was a lot of fun today. Gotta enjoy the, all the steps yeah, along the way exactly so you know, I think that's the that's the biggest thing yeah enjoy yeah appreciate you'll do All right, let's get out of here on some Hey Joe questions. It's Monday. Yes. The Oko Pizza Box. Not open, but they will be on Wednesday, and they are through Sunday. So Wednesday through Sunday. Go check them out in person right there on Person Street across from the world-famous Krispy Kreme, or you can order online at oakwoodpizzabox.com. All right, Lauren. Um, normally, Joe pulls up comments, and normally uh, he goes like to the YouTube page. He gets very involved. Right. Uh, or on Twitter, it, it's slightly. Uh, or is he even on Twitter anymore? Just not, he's not really on Twitter anymore. He goes into our YouTube comments. He goes on Instagrams, and he, he's much more on Instagrams. The Instagrams, as Bobby Bowden might have said. Yes, um, <laughs> I don't think he would have said that. <laughs> he did say the Facebooks he, once. Oh, the yes. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yes, um, <laughs> which is why I say it all these oh, years okay. later. The Facebooks. Um, yes. I I just really want to make this a grab bag of of. NFL leftovers since um, okay. I know every other uh, the, the radio industry has already talked about the Cowboys uh, to death today. <laughs> um, that's that's my commentary. Just some laughter. Let me just ask <laughs> after they lost at home to the Packers and really not just lost, got run out of the gym. Um, does that affect the Panthers coaching search at all in your opinion? Because I, I, it just can't well, possibly be Mike McCarthy. Cannot cannot possibly be the Cowboys coach next week. I mean, he should have never been their coach to begin with. I don't Fair. understand why everyone. I'm like, I'm sorry. Am I insane? Am I the only person that's watched him coach football games? Why would you hire him on purpose, especially to coach in big important games for you, and then be surprised that this is the way it ended? Absolutely not. While he sits there with a blank look on his face, like, what am I supposed to do now? No. So I hope it doesn't impact the search in that they hire him or something when he gets fired. I because <laughs> if they do that, I might do something very bad. Like I just, I do, my anger will be on an unprecedented level. I will rage quit the Carolina Panthers if they hired Mike McCarthy. I do not think he is a good coach in any way that matters. My, init <laughs> my initial thought. Right? Am I, am I too harsh? Nope. My initial okay, thought. Great. 
was <laughs> okay. The pa- the Cowboys are obviously going to fire Mike McCarthy. Maybe Jim Harbaugh would be more interested. I still think yeah, Jim Harbaugh's I mean, in play for the Panthers, too, right? Like, then I was like, oh, maybe Jim Harbaugh ends up being the Cowboys he, coach, which right? would in some ways be like. But that's too much for Jerry, I think. Yeah, a personality I think is like that is just too much for Jerry. No, Jerry, Jerry needs a passive coach. Yeah, yeah he tried that already, like with a Jason Parcells. Garrett who went on public last night to defend him on television. To defend Jerry, Jerry or Jones, McCarthy. To talk about like what a great guy he is. I'm like, this dude embarrassed you regularly <laughs> when you were like, why are you still, you don't have to be his friend. You don't have to be nice to Jerry still. Why are you going out of your way to be nice to a guy that like, I don't get it. Whatever. So how have the Packers figured out how to have an unbelievable starting quarterback? Brett Favre was a second round pick of the Falcons. Aaron Rodgers was a guy who fell on the draft. Well, you know what? Neither one, you know what they both have in common, Aaron and uh, Jordan Love, is that neither one of them were thrown in right away. Sorry. And neither and was I, Favre. Yeah, no. Neither was Favre. And I said that, I said that even about Bryce. I'm like, why would you throw him out there with this team? Yeah. With this roster? Honestly, I thought Andy Dalton was going to start a couple of games this year. I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was a bad it. idea. I thought they should have just done it at a certain point in the season, unless they're trying to like... Uh, I don't know. Trial by fire, literally. It feels like for Bryce. Like I don't get it. I was genuinely stunned, though, by the way that the Cowboys lost that game. I was too. Also, can we? But it was still very funny. Can we give Cam Newton a little bit of credit here? Because people were bagging on his game manager comments about. I've always felt that way about Tua Tungavailoa and Dak Prescott. I'm sorry. What did we see this weekend? And that's the, you know that's and that's the other thing about I'm like sorry. What did we see? Like yeah. No, I'm with you. I, one of the players. It I, comes I, across like hating because he's not. That's what I'm saying. Like I've 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 I have to get better about things I see on the Instagrams and all these other reels and stuff like that. Like on Facebook, all these other reels, whatever it is. I don't know because I can't keep track sometimes of who's saying I think what. Reels are on Instagram, but yeah, okay. I, I hear you. I know there's also saying. like a Facebook element. There's Facebook video. Yeah, there's TikTok. Yeah. There's all these things. Yeah. Okay. I don't have TikTok because, of course, that's the only way the Chinese will get my information. Right. It's the only way. You've, you've secured yourself. Yeah. So otherwise, news. it's just... <laughs> if I wasn't on TikTok. <laughs> good news. But you're fine. Finally, I saw like a, a... I think it was a receiver who came... It was on like a podcast. It was mm-hmm. like, you realize why Cam Newton is saying this? Like, he had to do everything himself. And he had to take teams with lesser players and yes. make things work. And he got to the he Super had Bowl. He Nane as a starting wide receiver one year. That's an unserious GM would do that to him. Legadu Nane. Legadu Nane. You remember him? I do not. Of course you don't. I thought you were going to talk about you your favorite, Burson. Burson. Oh, Jerry's Jerry's pet. Jerry's little pet. Yep. Oh, did he go to Wofford? Yes. Okay. Of course he did. Oh, okay. You mean the dude who makes more sense. The now. dude who I was literally happy when he caught a punt return. Right. <laughs> because half the time he'd catch it and panic and like fumble. I I can't. So I, I took oh, this as a, as someone who loves it when people tell me that I was right. Yeah. I took this weekend as a big, hey, Cam Newton, you were right kind of weekend. I mean, that yeah, obviously. And that's the thing. Cam always did have to do it all himself. And so like, did he sometimes throw a few more interceptions or make some decisions that weren't as good? Yeah, but part of that was by necessity. Like, right. well, and are we sure now that Tua is the comp for Bryce Young? Because I really like Tua. Yeah. No, it's, they can't be comps because Tua like destroyed his hip right yeah. before coming. Like, I'm not saying that that's like I don't know if that's well, impacting him the... now in any real way at all. But at the same time, like, 
that was such a significant. I, I can't even believe I think he's still in playing the football, sense to be when people when Joe and I talk Are about they Tua, like in a football sense. No, we talk about it like, OK, he struggled his first two years. And then when they had the right people around him, yes. you see him flourish. No, I do think that that's a good. Okay. Call. Yes. In that I, way. Absolutely. I, I don't know if I want to take anything away from that game because of the weather. Other than yeah, I know if I'm the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Is helmet breaking, dude, like I have never seen that have you seen that I have you seen a helmet like no i've seen like ear pads right. fly out of a helmet right. or a mouthpiece or yes. maybe or like yeah or like a, yeah, or yeah, yeah the actual helmet to just itself. shatter like an eggshell i mean i know it didn't take that like little horse but like maybe it's like nascar it was the cold maybe i it's know like NASCAR. But like, it's good that it broke because it shows that it'll be uh, they've got to put the temperature rating like higher on whatever i don't know i don't know how i, I don't where, where are you where do you fall on the weather scale because i well that, that's what they were saying is like that's the reason it broke because yeah, it got so cold but i don't want to see games like that like i want to see oh, the chiefs well, and the dolphins play in perfect outside. conditions i don't want to see people outside in that i don't want to no. see you without your shirt on you're not impressing right. me i think you're an idiot die of hyperthermia yeah that's cool yeah um, 30 minutes that they said that that's how long it would take hypothermia to look, set in like look at the packers no. cowboys game yeah you've played for 18 weeks i want to see these teams play at their that's, highest level that's my biggest i thing. don't want to see them like have their dick freeze off like that's i just want to see them play football <laughs> that's why like i always it was part of the reason i really hated the patriots like when they first started it i was like i don't want to see peyton manning play in in a, in a blizzard yeah who wants to see that no one wants to it's see that game. oh it's because yeah. he's not tough like cry more no y'all cry more i don't want to watch you play where you hand the ball off a bunch of times and it's too cold for peyton manning to throw touchdowns to people it's not fun for me it's not fun for anybody. I, no. and I actually don't even think it's a, a test of football. Just at that put point. everybody in a dome. You make enough money. Yeah. Uh, well, I should probably wait for Obvious to come back for, for this next one. But uh -oh. hey, hey, Joe, uh, will you shut up about Tariq Hill now? In what way? So in, in what way I have been saying since they traded him that they, okay. the Chiefs made a huge mistake in trading Tariq Hill. Because I think he's a one of one. I think he is a true game breaker. Oh, okay. I think he's a true difference maker. And you don't give those away. Certainly, for I think they only got one first round pick out of that deal. I figured they would regret it. And of course, since then, now they've won the Super Bowl without him, and now they've eliminated his team in the playoffs. I probably tend to err more on the side of uh, I get what you're saying, yeah, but at the same time, I think receiver is one of the more replaceable positions in terms of like having high quality receivers in this league. It's easier to turn that position yeah, around. I, and when you have a quarterback as good as Mahomes, I don't know that it's as necessary. If that makes sense. It does. I think there are a lot of B receivers. B. Yeah. There's there's not that many A's. Now, what's the difference between an A and a B? And can a quarterback like Mahomes make a B and A? And I think he can. I think that's probably yeah. the answer right there. Exactly. So yes, I will now shut up about the Tariq. What are the trade. Panthers receivers? C minuses. Um, yeah, I think they have a bunch of C's. They're replacement level. They have a bunch of C's. Yeah, I mean, I give some of them like a B plus, but that's or B. I give Thielen day, a B. <laughs> Thielen's it. Um, I, I will end on the golf one, but I'll get before we get to that. Hey Joe, can we really now give Le LeBron James credit for three titles? Wait, is, why is the, were, were we not doing that? Is the Cleveland title has to be worth three? I well, right? It has to be. I I'm with you. Listen, it has to be. I, like they were so the Browns were so good this year. 
with with Joe Flacco. And they get to the they get to the playoffs, and it's like you get run out of the gym by the Texans. What what the hell is going on? I mean, listen, the Browns are getting exactly what they deserve, so I have no. I, you're fair. That's fair, and I get that. But I'm watching that game last night, or I'm thinking about it yesterday, the day later, and I go, "Can we really now? Can we just give LeBron credit, please?" Listen, for all of these, you know, Jordan people are like, he's got six and the Browns only go four. Well, they're not like, even, they're not remotely the same player. So like, I don't even I, know why I we know, do this. I know, but like, we leading Cleveland. LeBron to, is closer to magic than to like, yeah. in terms of the type of player they are. Leading Cleveland in yeah. any sport to a championship. Yes, 100%. It has to be at least worth two. And you know least. what? Like, honestly, I think like it was the Detroit series for me back in his younger, younger mm-hmm. days as a Cav when he had like, God, who do you have on that team with him? Just a bunch of garbage, literal, literal garbage. And he like basically carried them to several wins in the. And I was like, okay, at this point, I was like, this dude is one of the best basketball players I've ever seen. And I, I felt that way almost ever since. Like he can carry a team, and he, yeah, it should be worth more. I agree with you. Yeah, um, Goffstrich, Booby little... Miller was one. I think. <laughs> I mean, Gibson. Booby Gibson. <laughs> Thank you, God. I'm mixing. <laughs> Um, the Goffstrich getting his revenge. I thought that was a nice. I thought it was just a good football game last night. Love the 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 the, the Lions Rams. I, I forget sometimes not everyone knows all of my. Well, it took me a second. Nicknames. I'm like the God. First, I'm like Godfrey. I'm like no, so, no. Yeah, actually, I got it. forget my golf take. I, I can save that for tomorrow. This will be a good way to get out of here, right? Like, if you're ready to give up on Bryce Young, think about Jared Goff. Yeah. Think about Jared Goff. He helped the Rams get to the Super Bowl. And then it it took the right people around. And they were like, he was the number one overall pick. But he was never that good. He helped the Rams get to the Super Bowl. And they were like, hey, love you, mean it. You're not good enough for us to win the Super Bowl. And I I kind of agreed, by the way, personally, at the time. But look where he is now in Detroit. Exactly. So we need that offensive coordinator. But maybe to your point, further down (laughs) in his career and more that he's learned, more that he's been able to process. Yeah, for sure. So I I think the theme of today's show is... Also, the Lions... Should the Lions be the the playoff team of the show? Or or they're just my personal playoff team? I love them. Oh, I mean, they win their first playoff game since 1991 season. How do you not love this Lions team? Like, it's hard. Uh, Can I just also, like, admit, I've gotten... I've literally gotten every playoff game wrong. I, I Well... Every single one easy to get them wrong. like to be now, fair i you. would say i would have maybe picked the, home the teams, Texans, Jillio, like that. you idiot <laughs> well who cares home field advantage in the nfl is kind of overrated but yeah that's what i thought but not the case other than the cowboys and the packers which as we've said was the one controlled environment so it's very funny right <laughs> sorry every time i think about it i laugh a little bit because what else do i have if i can't be like laughing at cowboys misery oh Oh yeah, or someone that, else's that's, misery. That no. is what most people today's day for. But, but it's also funny to me that like we're still sorry. I don't want to like derail the end. No, here, no, no. You're but fine. like we literally had to sit through the Cowboys Hall of Honor. Oh, on Thanksgiving. Uh huh. At an oh. entire halftime. Jimmy Jones. Okay, which they would have done for maybe one other team, and I think it's the Packers. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And look, I get it. This team hasn't won a Super Bowl in thirty years. What are we like? Can we stop getting them shoved down our throat as if they are this like this team has gotten into the playoff and peed on themselves repeatedly for the last like 30 years. And every year we do this dance with them in the preseason. We're like, this is it. This is the one. Why? Why do we do? Wait, 
the Cowboys circle of life. I need them to win multiple, like two playoff games, right? Before we do. Before we get the circle of life. I don't think that's an unfair thing to ask, is it? No. The Panthers have won several playoff games since, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't, whatever. I, I don't understand it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand Since we're it. post-editing, I'll pull up the graphic on here. Uh, Dallas Cowboys cycle. The season starts. Beat up on bad teams. Yep. Fans get delusional. Yep. We them boys. This is our year. Choke in the playoffs. Exactly. And like we're we're told all the time, like, oh, you guys don't like us because you're jealous. What are we jealous of? <laughs> what was anyone jealous of? The fact that y'all get into the postseason and don't do anything? Yes, very. We're very envious of that. That your owner embarrasses himself and y'all in public on a regular basis. We already got one of those. We don't need another one. Okay. What what do you think we're embarrassed? Like, what are we jealous of? We're not jealous of anything. Y'all are embarrassing. Sorry. Perfect note to end on. We'll be back tomorrow with some more OG. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, like, leave a comment, do all of those good things. Follow us on uh, the Apples, the Googles, the Spotify, you name it. We're there. Check us out. Appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 